and welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, and the fabulous Sharon Carpenter. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Sharon Carpenter, as Georgie said. <laughs> TV presenter, boss, business, biatch, and slight show-off at times. <laughs> and I'm Georgie Porter, and I'm uh, an actress and reality star, I'd say, and, uh, you know, such things like every single dating show in the world, but now I don't do reality dating shows anymore because I've got a boyfriend and I love to say it every week that I do. <laughs> Better not. He probably wouldn't be too happy about that. All right, everyone, find out what made Georgie say this. So, you know what, Sharon? I'm, I'm one to hold a grudge for a lifetime. And what made Sharon say this you have to be a good friend and support her through this right because what you want the, the stop being selfish hi this is craig robinson from ways to win and support for this podcast comes from invesco qqq the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Georgie, it's great to see you. Oh, Sharon, it's been ages. How have you been? <laughs> I know, it feels like it's been forever. I've been good. Uh, the temperatures are starting to heat up here in New York City. So yeah. I'm like, if you see some perspiration on my top lip. No, I'm glad. On. I want to see your perspiration on your top lip. Like, I can't wait for drips. <laughs> just glistening, just glistening. The, the shalo glow, I like to call it. So is like things happening? Like are you going out? Have you like what have you been out somewhere? Has something happened? God. What have you done? That's a good question. I can't remember if I've actually been out or not. <laughs> I do actually have a dilemma that I'm in right now and yeah. I wanted to get your advice. You know, we we give advice to the listeners all the time. Here's my dilemma. So somebody started following me on Instagram the other day. I used to work with her. She is an anchor at one of the newscasts where I used to work and she used to be so mean to me. I was like a young reporter over there. She wouldn't even speak to me half the time when I said hello to her. And there were certain times where I'd have to ask her for things or I might have to interview her for something. And she'd just ignore my emails half the time. And now she's following me on social media and I'm thinking to myself, okay, so should I just let the past be the past, bygones be bygones and follow her back? (laughs) Or do I just ignore it? Uh, What do you think? What would you do, Georgie, in this position? So, you know what, Sharon? I'm I'm one to hold a grudge for a lifetime, to be quite honest. When someone disrespects me or is not nice to me, I think you don't deserve any niceness because I know I'm great friends and I know that I know that I have brilliant friends as well that would be this um it would be like insulting to my friends when I let a stupid friend in so 
I, but also, you know, you know when the feelings go and you can actually forgive someone, but you only know that when you feel it. So if you're faking it, I'd say, no, not yet. But it's only, only when your real feelings actually go, do you know what? Everything you do and everything you say is not bugging me or irritating me anymore. Well, it was nothing that she was saying before because she wouldn't even speak to me. (laughs) It was very strange, actually. Yeah. Yeah. She was maybe so insecure. So, yeah. So obviously I feel like you kind of got to feel sorry for her a little bit and think, "Mm, actually, she's probably threatened by your greatness and your superstardom. So I would say, and your boss bitchness. And that's why I'm like, maybe I should just be the bigger person and follow her back because we do have some mutual friends as well. Uh, and I tend to follow people if they're in the news business and they're following mm-hmm. me, even if I don't know them, I tend to usually follow them back if I notice them following me just to show support yeah. for the news community. Maybe as well, it can be as well, you can avoid the places she's at if you follow her. So then you can literally be like, oh, I'm not going to go there because she's there and it'll, I'll just it'll ruin my day. So yeah, maybe, I always think as well, enemies follow people as well. I think, you know, when like yeah. you get trolls and stuff, that's because they're enemies and so they follow people anyway, so... True, true. Yeah, I, that's that's good advice. I'm going to have a bit more of a think about it. I probably will end up following her back because <laughs> yeah. I do hold grudges, but I don't like to hold it for too long because really at the end of the day, it affects you more than them. Yes. Right? So I'm like, all yes. right, let me be the bigger person. You can see the great stuff I'm getting into on my social media. Yeah. By the way, Georgie, oh my God, yeah. J-Lo and A-Rod, like what? <gasps> no, they, they were like... They were my, oh like, my future, gosh. yeah, my willingness, like, there was all, yeah. like, in the past, he was like, oh, I want to be, but obviously we spoke about them before, haven't we? Yeah, we have. And what the They were, like, what? the perfect couple. He was the Instagram, the perfect Instagram bae, while so many boyfriends <laughs> hate taking pictures of their girlfriends, their significant others when they're out and about. He was mm. great. Like, he didn't mind stepping to the side, letting J-Lo really glow. But now it on camera and yeah. then we find out he's been sliding in the dms exactly of reality star which so yeah, he's been over he's been overcompensating with his polite gentlemanness when actually he's yeah. been guilty the whole time and he's been showing off way too much about it so he has and, and the thing is it's like j-lo is such a i mean she's the it chick and it's incredible because she's 54 years old right i think she's 54 yeah. she's and she's hot. Hotter than she has ever been in her entire career. I was like, finally, she's found a guy that she can really, you know, spend the rest of her life with and be on a level with. All hang out with each other, be on the yeah, exactly on the same level. Mm. They understand each other. They're sliding in the DMs of that's a no no, whatever her name is from Southern Comfort. Hell no, like that's (sighs) that's just a big embarrassment. And I knew when they said, oh no, this isn't true. We're still together. I knew it was just a matter of days because she. She's not going to put up with that embarrassment. She's not. Why, no. do, why do people screw up? Why do guys screw up relationships? Because so Sharon. Sometimes it's us, but a lot mm. of the time it's later. It's guys. No, give him time and later he'll realize what an idiot he's been. And then yeah. he'll come crawling back and she will just bat him away with her own. Too late. Bat the, from the block <laughs> that she used. She'll be with so. one of her backup dancers, her hot backup dancers by then. Let's let's get into news story number one um, on yes. a much more serious note. Mm. Uh, Prince Philip's funeral took place on Saturday oh. over the weekend. And I have to say, so I watched some of it live, uh, mm. but I had to go to the stables where I volunteer. And when I got back, I was looking through photos from the funeral. 
Georgie, I bawled. I, I actually I cried my eyes out for a couple of different reasons. Yeah. One, because, you know, Prince Philip, just the royal family. I mean, we mm. grew up with them, right? Yeah. And, and knowing that the queen uh, was married to somebody for 73 years who yeah. was, you know, um, her confidant side. who mm. has supported her all these years by her side, 73 years, and knowing that she now has to deal with that loss, uh, yeah. seeing that image of her by herself in St. George's Chapel, and then also just the funerals that I've been to in my life, mm. when I see that casket, it just, I, th- I think of my dad and my dad's funerals, to be honest, Aww, and I just yeah. started bawling my eyes out, uh, you know, partially for the queen, the rest of the royal family, yeah. partially for myself, and yeah. then everyone else who's lost loved ones yeah. uh, during COVID. I mean, I'm sorry to hear about your dad as well, Sharon. I've never heard oh, that. Thank and, you. Like, and it is sad, isn't it? Because everybody should be together. Like, if there's a time when you need to hold someone's hand or just be reassured yeah. by a family member, for the Queen, like, oh, it's heartbreaking. And I think yeah. I don't know whether she. I heard a statement or somebody wrote down that she had to make sure that she was standing up for the social distancing yeah Um, for everybody exactly who has lost someone in covid so she has been the strong person and said that that she's wanted to do that to prove that she's no different and she she has to lead the way yeah Yeah. and and even in terms of the amount of guests at the funeral 30 Mm. guests and the government has a mandate that no more than 30 guests to any funeral right now so they're certainly abiding by those laws and of course um you know prince philip's kids were there so andrew was there charles was there yeah. Uh, Edward and Anne and then the grandkids uh, of course uh, Prince William and and Prince Harry and all eyes of course were on Prince Harry well, he flew over yeah, yeah. from from, uh, from the states from yeah. Santa Barbara and obviously we're probably all waiting to see if Meghan Markle was going to be there as well and you know not obviously we don't know but she wasn't but also yeah I apparently think... it's because her doctor said it wasn't safe for her to fly uh, because yeah. she's she's pregnant with her second child yeah oh, I see yeah but also if there is 30 people it's like immediate family isn't there and obviously to be there and to him for flying back as well so that would be more stress on that if he she went there and flew back the same sort of same sort of day yeah I don't know but um, it it would have too much attention would have been taken away I think if if Meghan was there the all the focus would have been on Harry and Meghan and not on what it's supposed to be on yeah a celebration of uh Prince Philip's life and and saying goodbye a chance for the whole nation to to mourn his death and for the royal family to do so as well so it was interesting though there was did you see the image that that came out of uh, William and Harry together? So, of course, they were walking in the procession together, but there was somebody in between them. I think it was Princess Anne's son, I think, in between. Oh. Don't quote me on that. But there was somebody in between them, and it was yeah. actually announced ahead of time they wouldn't be walking next to each other, and the press had a field day with it. Oh, they're not, you know, they're not even going to be walking together. But then mm. when you look at the Queen Mother's funeral and you look at Princess Diana's funeral, they weren't yeah. right together. That There were also other people in the mix and in between them at times. Yeah. Um, 
but there, there was an image that came out that made me really happy. And it was a photograph of William and Harry together yeah. chatting. Kate's there on the other side of Harry. And it just reminded me of the, the old days. And I think depending on how old you are, we all grew up with these brothers, right? We've yeah. seen them become adults and, and responsible <laughs> men and, and people we can be proud of. And yeah. I think it was heartbreaking for a lot of us to hear that there's so much tension between the two of them. I think that it was great them. that they yeah. had that moment and there's also another shot of the walking together and I'm like oh yeah that, that's how they used to be like the three of them hanging out of course it's great that Harry has found Megan but I think this was very special uh, and important for Harry to have that time with his I sibling as well like when your missus is there you kind of have to be with her and look after her yeah. and I suppose it was probably a moment where he could be a bit with the lads not with the lads because it's not like you know a party but I mean it's sad that it does I know what bring... you mean though yeah if they, events like that do bring the family together and I suppose he didn't have to sort of look after her as much being there so he could just go off on his own a bit and be hanging around with his bro sort of thing yeah yeah like the the good old days I, f- I feel like it was a healing moment I think for for everybody and mm. for a lot of us around the country if you are you know a royal watcher and if you are into the royal family yeah. I guess some people couldn't care less but I cared um, oh I care and too I, I, I think we yeah. do really secretly don't we when people say yeah. they don't they kind of have to because it's kind of in our faces really you know the football yeah. was held back until everything was done so you kind of have to know so it's I like it that you kind you of do. have to know yeah. You know what's interesting as well? Um, so Prince Philip apparently was very involved in the planning of the funeral. So he was involved <gasps> yeah. in the music. He chose all the music. Yeah. And he also helped design the the Land Rover that carried his, yeah. his coffin during the procession. He's so, so the, cool. <laughs> he's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And I think... God, that must be, I, I can't even imagine how that must feel to sort of plan your, your own funeral. But he did yeah. live to a grand age. I mean, 99 years old. Round of applause for, for that. Almost 100 years old. I think I think that's a wonderful thing. I think as well, him, he just, he was being realistic. He decided what he wanted. Anyway, if other people sort of decide things, then it wouldn't be his touch and the way he wanted it. And I think if... Yeah. The Queen saw something completely different. She'd be brokenhearted. And I think for her to sit there on her own and watch something that wouldn't have been for him personally would have been even sadder, a great sadness. Yeah. So I think it's brilliant that he was able to do that and on the Land Rover, which is really cool. And it was the, so cool. The army men that he wanted there and the battalion or whatever, who people were there that he picked yeah. and the songs that he said. And wow, what an epic. And if you really want to shed a tear right now, so the Queen uh, just quickly also left a note on his coffin that uh, we think said, I love you. And then it was signed Lilibet, right? And Lilibet is her... Uh, her nickname when she was a child and apparently Prince Philip is the last person who ever called her that because I think everyone else has passed away since then um, so she signed it Lilibet and you know once you take away sort of the, the palace and the crown the monarchy and all those things the crown jewels she is at the end of the day she was a wife she yeah. is a, a mother a, a grandmother um, and she's not that different to to so mm. so many other people out there she's she's relatable I think at, at this point we saw emotion from her and and we saw a shed a tear yeah sad okay so moving on to something a bit more fun I'd say 
Um, yeah, depending on who side <laughs> you're on, yeah. Depending on what type of shopper you are. So yeah, this is exactly. news number two, which to me I love. I live for this kind of shiz. This kind is of drama. <laughs> <laughs> the so, trial of the century. Yeah. News is M is taking Aldi to court over Aldi's Cuthbert similarities to Colin the Caterpillar. Now, when we say similarities, when I can say it properly, like the even the face of Cuthbert is like half price cheap face. Like I've seen a couple of them, and you know, like the coloring isn't even in the eye sockets correctly. Like it's just all like it's amazing. And you've been examining this, exploring (gasps) this in detail here with a magnifying glass, zooming in. For me, this is the like the the difference between working class and first class. Like, I feel this is a rage against the machine of people who just want to like keep hold of their Colin Caterpillar, you know, because we're Marks and Spencers and we've been that for hours and hours and we love it and we have to defend our Colin. And then that just is a ha- great push accent. <laughs> Thank you so much. And then also to the to the good old. Aldi people and it just shows that their Twitter feed is just bants and how the you it's know hilarious. the 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 lower class which I would say like me I would say I'm a working class Aldi shopper like from day one you know I'm a single parent kid that had to like you know struggle for strife and all that stuff yeah. and just to, and the comedy that's come out of Aldi is just Brilliant. They are just—they don't give a fuck no, about what is going on. They don't care that they're being sued right now because they posted <laughs> one tweet. They're making jokes about it. They posted one tweet Hilarious. that said, "Colin." my lawyers or Colin, our lawyers, like making fun of the situation. Here's what's hilarious though. So Marks and Spencer's spokesperson yeah. said this, right? We want to protect Colin, Connie, yeah. whoever that is. And oh, our that's reputation. The oh, is that yeah. the girlfriend? Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. We want to protect Colin, Connie, and our reputation for freshness, quality, <laughs> innovation, and values. So, you know, the shade of it all, basically, uh, that's their way of saying Aldi's version is stale and old. Yeah, so that is like, I think that's brilliant as well because then Marks and Spencer's are absolutely sticking up for their class. Like, Marks yeah. and Spencer is so classy. It's the. Is it's a treat, like it's an amazing shop. Like the all the things are like, you know, Connie's got a new hat for Good Easter. Good quality, luxury, it, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So this is like a celebration for Easter. Was that Connie got a new hat on her calipita head, head, her caterpillar head, and like now they do individual face chocolate. Like it's, I love it. Like the, they go to extremes, and to be honest, they should protect their own because. You know, the thought process that they do of new ideas and that people love it so much. And then it's exciting. They created something that was really successful. What's really interesting and crazy, though, is Mm. Aldi isn't the only one who's totally knocked off Colin the Caterpillar. You've got Waitrose has Cecil or Cecil, however you want to say it. Sainsbury's has got Wiggles. (laughs) Curly and as does Clyde the Caterpillar. I mean, the nerve of it all. Oh, they're all taking it off. They totally knocked off Colin. There's so many other insects. They could go with like a cricket. Yeah. 
Yeah. They could have like, you know, a millipede. A millipede's got way more legs. Surely that's a longer cake. Why don't they go for a millipede? (laughs) But am I the only person who doesn't love the idea of indulging in like a bug in like lava? Just the whole, I've never (laughs) had Colin the caterpillar or any caterpillar for that matter. And the whole idea of it is a little off-putting to me. I know he's a a cultural icon. I know he's a national treasure. Um, But I think it's hilarious that, that Cuthbert's been uh, at picnics and birthday parties masquerading as as mm. Colin uh, and I, I think this is certainly one to watch now I looked up these figures right and they could be completely wrong um but what I looked up is that Aldi is worth 53 billion dollars and right. Marks and Spencer <laughs> is worth 1.9 billion pounds now something sounds kind of wrong about that <laughs> so that's I'm... what it said online wait so, so in I'm other confused. words Aldi's worth a lot more right, thanks, so thanks therefore if they get sued <laughs> that's why they're making jokes because if they get sued at the end of the day this is great publicity for them right because those who didn't know there was a cheaper yeah. alternative now they mm. do that's why they're making jokes See, the sales have probably gone through the roof this is where their genius is and they've got people just absolutely connecting to everyone that's going to buy a cheaper version and they're all like way exactly so, whatever they've done they've absolutely made it our top topic and our priority to know about Cuthbert's and Collins exactly and you know there are a lot of mums out there and and dads potentially like hmm good idea I can say half the price my kid will never know the difference nobody knows Collins is guilty of being delicious (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're gonna be watching that one all right i I think it's time for an ad and then we're gonna get into some listener letters yay we'll be right back here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Vernon Kay. 
And I'm Holly Mackay. And we're here to tell you about our brand new podcast, Parenting Past the Pandemic, brought to you by Aviva. Yes, we're going to be delving into a whole heap of parenting topics from the generational gap to online safety. And some of the big topics which have come up through the pandemic, such as helping to manage our kids' anxieties and how we can affect the world they'll grow into. Parenting Past the Pandemic. Find it wherever you found this podcast. Okay, we're back, everybody. We're back in action. Uh, So our first listener letter of the show, this is from Anonymous, who's saying, Dear Loose Lips, when is it okay for a friend to cancel? I'm thinking of something really specific. We have a group meeting up this weekend. One of them is traveling quite far for it. And a friend has canceled within 48 hours notice. This is also before she moves abroad, so we won't see her. It's for a good reason. She has an exam coming up and says she needs to study, but surely an hour? She's posting going out for dinner, so why can't we be part of that time? It's so frustrating. Should I talk to her about it? This isn't the first time. So many levels to this. So many, so many so thoughts. Many levels. Yeah, like what? My first thought is mm. okay. Forty-eight hours notice. That's two full days. I mean, hotels let you cancel within forty-eight hours. Yeah. Forty-eight <laughs> minutes. I would get why you're pissed off. But forty-eight yeah. hours is actually quite considerate. And I'm literally known to cancel quite like an hour before. Like you know, when sometimes you're trying to gear up to something and you think, no, I'm going to be yeah. fine. It's going to be fine. And then yeah. the last anxiety or the stomach inside you is going, no, it doesn't feel right. I can't do it, and I'm just yes. going to have to cancel. Sometimes. It takes that long, doesn't it, to go, it to does. make up your mind. Yeah. There are two things that I've learned sort of as I've grown up, if you will. One is um, don't do stuff that you don't want to do just to appease yes. other people, to please other people, because it's going to make you miserable. And I used to do it all the time. I would go out strictly because people asked me to, right? Yeah. And I felt completely obligated. And then I got a bit older, a bit more confident. And I'm like, no, I, it's okay to say no. And it's okay to cancel. You don't want to leave your friend in the lurch. But if they're like 10 of you going out, if it's missing yeah, if one person, of you, yeah, that big a deal. And the other thing I learned is that you really have to put schoolwork and education first, especially when it comes to something uh, major yeah. like this. This isn't just a little test that she's doing. She's got a whole exam yeah. uh, that's yeah. coming up and she's not going to have a good time anyway if she's out with you guys having a ball and then she's in the back of her mind, she knows that she's not ready for that exam. And you also don't want to be responsible for guilting her into coming yeah. out anyway. Uh, and then she fails and then that's, potentially a livelihood down the drain uh depending on what kind of exam yeah, yeah and you've gone out for that one night I do you know what else I think as well I feel like if yeah. this has happened before I feel like she's probably moved on with some friends and maybe mm, sometimes you're not that friends anymore and like maybe some distance now between you guys yeah. you've grown apart yeah. and actually thinking maybe if you had and I mean I'm not judging you anonymous like maybe you're great great time to go out with but maybe she doesn't want to party anymore maybe you party too hard and maybe her thought process is I'm growing up a bit and I want to educate myself a bit more and I'm growing out of this partying with 10 girls in one go so maybe the situation is she's trying to let you down in the nicest possible way by saying I'm having an exam and I need to concentrate when really I don't want to go out she's going out to dinner with somebody else (laughs) she's having a dinner party with someone else she doesn't want to get like 
crazy blind drunk with you guys anymore. Maybe she's actually growing up and you guys are still partying. Maybe. That's that's such a good point. Yeah, because it's a natural thing. Friends grow apart, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, And you know what what I think of when Anonymous talks about, well, what about an hour? Like, what about an hour? Well, Mm. it makes me think of I May Destroy You and remember how the main character, she was supposed to be writing her book and then she thought to herself, oh, I can go out for like an hour Right. And then not to say something like that is going to happen to her, but an hour can often turn into something else. And maybe she does end up drinking with you guys and it turns into four hours and, you know, um, the next day is completely wasted. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then she regrets it. And maybe this has happened every single time you guys have gone out and she's regretted it. And she's had beer fear the next day and been like, why do I go out with these girls all the time? This is a nightmare. I'm going to stop doing it. Yeah. (laughs) It's interesting. I, I remember thinking to myself, because I went clubbing for so long. I mean, from mm. when I was 15 years old, I was going to clubs, right? Sneaking yeah. into clubs. As an adult, full-grown adult, I'd been clubbing as well. And I just thought to myself, I'm never going to get, this is never going to get old because I just love being out. I love letting my hair down. I love partying with friends, having a good time. This is really my release. And then a couple of years ago, I grew out of it. I was yeah. in the club and I'm looking around and I thought to myself, what am I even doing here? There's no one here that I need to network with no business deals are being made no. here <laughs> what is the point I realized I've finally yeah. grown out of clubbing and it is la- it's weird because it, it's like a revelation that just pops in your head doesn't it like you said yeah. you don't find any and also the people that are there are kind of like I'm not saying this is all clubs but some people are just desperate to like you you meet up with your friends you go to your friends and then you have to they want to meet other people and you're like well I've come here with you why do we want to talk to other people yeah. unless like why don't we or they get some dudes in the mix who come over and and the friends uh, want them around you're like I don't really want to hang out with these guys yeah or they're just pesty pesty men (laughs) and also if you're in a relationship right sometimes that can change things because Mm. maybe you want to go out with your boyfriend spend more time with him so I I think that what Anonymous needs to do is make sure that she's you're worried about your friend not being a a real friend or a good friend you have to be a good friend and support her through this right because what you want the the, stop being selfish right the friends that really care about (laughs) us they're going to say I understand I'll go and have a good time with the you know eight other girls we'll still have fun we're gonna miss you but we fully support you and we'll be back when you're back and exactly and then text her the next day and see how she did in the exam okay yeah and then when you have a midlife crisis and you want to go to the clubs then do that then (laughs) exactly so there you go problem solved did it (laughs) list of letter number two from leah hello georgie and sharon I want to ask about work. Do you think you need to let all your niceness go to succeed? Ooh. Mm. I've had a lot of feedback recently about being too nice. Very hurtful feedback. And that it's beginning to hinder my performance. I just don't think the two are mutually exclusive. Can uh, You can definitely succeed whilst being nice people. Have you had anything similar? What do you think? Oh, that's a really interesting one. A really yeah. interesting one. I, I ask people, that's a question I ask myself a lot and I ask other people who are nice and, and very successful. I think we have to sort of differentiate what nice actually means, right? Yeah. Because the unfortunate thing is when a woman is firm, focused, yeah 
ambitious, driven, doesn't take any BS, doesn't take mm. any nonsense and has a high standard when it comes to work. Yeah. Uh, and as a perfectionist, she's often described as not so nice, right? Or, she might yeah. still be the nicest person in the world, but yeah. she's just no nonsense and she is getting stuff done. Uh, so I think that that's the issue. A lot of, unfortunately, a lot of the time, and we've talked about this before, Georgie, how if yeah. you're a woman, everyone expects you to be smiling all the time. And, mm. um, you know, we, we constantly worry about what other people think of us and, and want, we want to appease them. Well, no, I mean, when it comes to business, that has to switch up. You're not always going to be smiling. You're not necessarily there to make friends. doesn't mean you can't be friendly, but you're there yeah. and you're getting paid to do a job. You're not there to mix and mingle um, and make, you know, long time friendships. Now that's great if you guys all have the same work ethic, um, mm. if everyone's doing a good job, but, uh, you know, work people are going to come in and out of your life. Yeah. You see, I, I see this in a way of, as well, like particularly the job I've got is like, can be fun. You can be serious, but also yeah. we're not saving lives. Like we're literally, doing a job that is on television. We're saying what people's lives are and stuff, so we're portraying the story of real yeah. lives at times, which I find serious. But then also there's some actresses, actors, I'm not going to say at my work, I've also experienced this in other jobs, TV jobs, yeah. certain ways that people expect a certain level of respect, as in, where's my coffee? I'm cold. Where's this? Where's that? And because we have like mm. a runner, um, people sort of use that as... Uh, I'd say I'd say it's servant sort of esque way. Uh, when, and an excuse to talk to them any old way. Yeah, and so there's a level of rudeness and not niceness in certain oh, jobs, and no, I don't know whether nice. maybe when people have you know assistants or things like that, and they sort of you know demand and talk to them in a way that you think I'm getting the job done because I'm being rude. So yeah. I have experienced it and I've seen it, and I thought, wow, that's unnecessary they're going to be your director, yeah. your producer one day, and then you'll be sorry. And yeah. also, I think, actually, someone said to me, um, I want to say recently, because, but she literally said, oh, you're too polite. And I thought, that is... No such the, thing. Yeah, I, I took that as, like, offensive for... Yeah. I thought... No not, such like, thing. I'm not a walkover. I'm not... Yeah. And I thought, I'm, I am polite. I could... I So what if I'm too polite... I don't care. I feel like that's a great You are shout. an absolute sweetheart. I mean, you are you are just such a, a lovely person. And and people when they think of success, they don't necessarily think that that person's gonna be lovely and sweet, but but you are mm. and it is definitely possible. I will say in my industry though, mm. there are a lot of sharks. And yeah. I have learned the the hard way. I mean, some of the stuff that I've gone through, uh, this industry will eat you up and spit you out if yeah. you aren't firm at times, if you don't yeah. fight at times I don't mean physically fight but fight for what you believe in fight yeah. for what's right fight for you fight for your team fight for the quality of the product mm. and I remember when I first got in the industry and I had a, a somebody who was my mentor right um and I was a producer at the time I was actually an assistant producer but he had said to me he was my boss as well he said to me Sharon you know we need this teaser on whatever story to run at the end of the show so have your editor take care of it so I spoke to the editor I didn't really know what I was doing to be honest I was you know new to the the television industry spoke to the producer I said we need this teaser he was like I got you 
I'll take care of this. And then he screwed up the teaser. My boss was livid with both of us and he called me over to him and he said to me, okay, Sharon, you're either going to be this or this, right? He wrote it on a piece of paper on one side and the other. He said, you're either going to be this, it said a goat, or you're going to be this and it said a bitch. Now, I don't think he meant literally a bitch, like Mm. just going around being mean. I think he meant that I have to be someone who takes charge, who takes responsibility, who holds people accountable to be able to get through in this industry. And um, just quickly, here's a a story for you as well. Uh, And this is why you can't always be so nice in my industry. So I um, was with an editor of mine who was extremely sexist and I was producing a story. I was the the um, face of it as well. And I was, I gave him the script, but I was also giving him direction in the edit. Mm. And he said to me, he turns around and he says, why don't you just shut up, sit down and look good? <gasps> All right. This is what <sighs> he says to me. And you know what I said to him? And I actually said it in the nicest possible way. But I said to him, I would love nothing more than to sit down, shut up and look good and kick my feet back on this couch right now. But since you suck at editing, I'm going to have to tell you exactly what button to push and when to get to pushing. <laughs> so you see Good. what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you, you can't yeah. be so, the, the, the sort of super nice version wouldn't have yeah. worked. Do you know what, as, as well, Sharon, I think that's great. And I'm, I love it when like, you know, people stand up, people and yourself. And what happens as well with me is I get to the point where when someone does push me that far, I literally shock them when I literally stand up for myself and tell them what's yeah. what. And then they go, oh, and I think, yeah, that is exactly it. Because you've pushed yeah. me that far. And exactly. I've literally... There's, if there's people telling you how to do your job and you know what you're doing kind of thing, yeah. I literally go, you stick to what you're doing and I'll stick to what I'm doing. And then the shock of it well is like... <laughs> yeah, because when you are super sweet and nice, and, and I've certainly shocked some people, I got called an ice queen once. And it was just <gasps> wow. for telling these guys like, no, you do have to stay behind because we've got to get this story done. And now yeah. suddenly I'm an ice queen. Like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, I do that all the time. But I think that we as women, you know, it's just a fact. Like, we have to fight harder for respect. And here's the the crazy thing. We have to fight harder for respect sometimes from women as well. And I remember um, this yeah. one particular network I, I worked at. And Tell me if I told you the story already. Um, but this one particular network I, I worked for and I was producing a piece. And every time I needed like an extra day or something extra to make sure it was the best it could possibly be, the production management team would complain. They'd say I'm difficult. Uh, meanwhile, my male counterpart, who is a producer as well, whatever he ask for oh anything you want Tony Uh, anything you want you want two extra day you want one extra day how about two you know (gasps) and it's like well you know you won't even give me an hour so and these were women that I was dealing with so the unfortunate thing is that that I think women just across the board with women and with guys often have to go the extra mile to prove themselves and Mm. have to get extra firm to get stuff done because otherwise nothing's going to be accomplished I read a really interesting quote it just came up on Instagram, right? 
Yesterday. He's read your mind. It <laughs> yeah, it read my mind. I'm like, oh, licky. How here. does this know? <laughs> How do they know? Well, you know, I think our phones listen to us. Oh, I'll absolutely. Tell you they do, yeah. right? But um, this quote came up and it said, nice women don't change the world. It was something like that, right? Yeah. And basically, I don't think it, it means uh, literally you can't be nice, but it, it means that you have to, you can't be scared. You have to, again, you know, be a fighter. You have to push oh, yeah. for change. You yeah. have to rattle the cage you have to make yeah. you know put people and sometimes yourself in very uncomfortable situations to fight for change and so um it doesn't mean you're not nice so uh, really all in all my conclusion is yes you can be nice and still be successful but yes. you just don't take any ish that's all and have the bite ready to bite exactly Arr. I hope that helped Leah because it helped us. <laughs> it did. Now I'm all raring to go. <laughs> Sink my teeth into some meat, some fresh meat. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening to Loose Lips with Sharon Carpenter and me, Georgie Porter. We've got a bonus episode for you on Friday, which we call Extra Lippy, if you don't yeah. know. And we'll be back on Tuesday next week. Make sure you subscribe or follow, rate and review. We want to hear from you guys. Okay, send us your listener letters, your dilemmas to looselips at createproductions.com. Also hit us on social media at the Missy Porter, at Sharon Carpenter. And we will see you on Friday. See you then. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.